Welcome to another episode of Salt Talk, and hosted by your truly salty. And today episode, we're gonna talk about mental health. Why mental health? Because it's really important to society, especially nowadays. Since we got the quarantine and the pandemic, a lot of people feeling anxiety, depressed on the rise. And I think the important of it is people feeling lonely since they cannot go out and interact with their friends, their loved ones. And some people just feel lonely even with the pandemic and maybe even online talking too. Even you kind of feel like you have a person there but yet you don't really feel like it. So then you kind of have this thing in going on so that's why I want to touch on a little bit about mental health today and I think I have a guest that's really really good up know a lot about mental health and her name is Ray hello thank you for having me on today it's an honor to have you on today I <laughs> First thing I think of mental health, I think of you, the one who actually know more than I do. <laughs> so it's the one with the BA and the one with a, an A degree that will get me no job at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have an AA degree in psychology as well, but like, yeah, I'm finishing my BA in psychology currently. As you can see, one is doing podcasts and the other one's making banks very soon. <laughs> I don't know about making bank, but we trying. We out here. <laughs> so I know you by Ray. Do you have any other name that you goes by? So my name is actually Rachel, um, at least professionally and academically. Um, but I, with people that I typically hang out with, I like to go by Ray just because like, yes, you guys are my family, but uh, you guys don't need to be throwing around my legal. Thank you. Um I also go by Siren, uh, I go by Deva, I go by Ryder. Um, I, there's a lot of different names that I've gone by. Um, Bunny is another one, Major is another one. It kind of just depends on what game I'm playing and who I'm playing with. Man, sound like you have a lot of persona. Uh, I do. Will you say that uh, a good thing? Uh, yeah, it helps distinguish like where I know people from as well. Uh, like for instance, I'm part of a server from when I was playing Arcage and they know me as Ryder. Uh, I played Arcage for like two or three years. Um, when I was first started working, I was, I think I was 18. Uh, so they know me that way, but uh, people in the server, some of you guys know me as Siren, depending on like when I changed my name in the server. And then most of you just know me as Ray. Oh, that thing is pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, I also changed up the spelling because most people uh, named Rachel that use Ray, it's normally R-A-E, but I like R-H-A-E. Um, it's just kind of a little bit of a twist on the name. I, I just realized that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> I didn't put that. I'm like, oh, whoa, I didn't put that together. And I'm like, until you told me just now, I'm like, oh, damn, I, I might be dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I might be a little bit dumb. <laughs> This is why we have you on here. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you, you mind telling people a little bit about 
why you got into psychology? Psychology, okay. So psychology is the science of behavior. Um, it's more as to why people act the way they do, uh, how people learn, how people process their memories, things like that. But psychology also has a mind aspect and the mind aspect more has to do with the way that we think and the way that we perceive ourselves, perceive our surroundings um, and a whole bunch of other stuff. But for me, I personally like to learn about psychopathology, which is the study of mental disorders. Um, growing up, I struggled a lot and uh, I watched my parents struggle too with their mental health. So it was something I kind of already knew a lot about. Um, and I already had a little bit of a basis of learning. Um, so I just kind of wanted to build and expand on it. And then on top of that, from a really young age, I was more interested in why people acted and thought the way that they did. Um, for instance, the bystander effect, a person could literally, like one person in a crowd is more like, or not in a crowd, but one person walking by a person alone on the street and that other person needs help, they are more likely to help them because they are alone. Whereas if there is a crowd of people and they see somebody is struggling on the side, more often than not, people just walk by, assuming that somebody else is going to help them, but nobody else ever does. So it's kind of like, I want to understand the whys and the specifics, but I never really got to, uh, I'm still kind of in the process of learning that because there are still an amalgam of questions in psychology that have not been answered because psychology has only been a field for I want to say the past uh, century and a half, like it really, it's still really fresh and there's still a lot of questions that need to be answered. I have exact same reason why I got into psychology. Um, I, I think psychology is interesting. I think it's simple, but, but we don't really think about it, how simple it is until we learn the technical side of it. When I started psych. I, I when I took some psycho psychology class, I was just taking it for the credit and with my friend. But before I even realized, I'm like, dude, I learned so much about people just taking these class, and I completed like seventy percent of it of of the AA degree <laughs> for requirement. So yeah, I I just decided to switch it and go to psychology, and then uh, psych and then I just realized psychology is is is. It's so fascinating, and you're yeah. and you're getting your BA, so that I mean, congrats! <laughs> oh, thank you. I already got my cap and gown. I got me an alumni license plate. We in it. We in it. It's finally happening. It's been about five years for me, and I'm very tired, and I'm ready to go on to masters, but. I'm still waiting to hear about hear back about my master's application, so that's going to be an interesting uh, adventure. I'm happy to finally be done with it, at least almost done with it. I'm still kind of in the process of doing school currently, but uh, I will. I'm like it's one of those feelings that you anticipate it's coming and you're ready for it to like finish, but like your body is like saying, "Nope, I'm done. I'm ready. <laughs> like this is it." So I have a bit of a case of senioritis. Will you call that burnout? Um, yes. Um, I think because I've done it so long that burnout is really common. 
Um, and burnout is really common in general for students just because it's a lot. Like there's always a lot. Um, but I don't know. I, uh, yeah, I think it's also burnout because I'm not only just dealing with school, but I'm dealing with uh, my fiance, I'm dealing with my animals, I'm dealing with my stepson. Like it's, there's a lot. And damn, look, look at who is being responsible adult. Responsible? <laughs> yeah, look. You're silly. You're responsible, someone getting their BA, someone going to a master degree, someone taking care of the family. Oh, that's, that's crazy. Not to mention, they used to be a mod at Geek Retreat. Tell us a little bit about that. You don't mind. So, um, I love I loved being a mod, and I still do. It's still open to me for when I'm ready to come back. Um, I'm just currently at a point where there's kind of a lot going on in my life, and sometimes you just kind of have to take, take a step back from your responsibilities depending on priority. Like, of course, I can't step back from being a parent. I can't step back from being a partner, but I can step back from being a mod for a while. So I did. Um, I also stepped back from being a community manager. Um, being a mod was fun. Uh, we had a lot of like, I gave, one of my jobs was I gave a lot of input and um, different insights into things and how people might respond to them. Um, and also I gave suggestions on how to create an ease of access and streamlining of the server, but we all did that. When we look at the moderators and the admins, it's not so much of like they're a solid entity. It's just we are all working together, and it was it was more of a team than it was like, oh yeah, she's a mod, she does this. With being a mod, it was not only like did we send people to the void. It was there was people behind the scenes where sometimes like an individual had another problem with another individual, so I would help mediate those. So I worked as kind of a mediator. I would help with wording of announcements. I did, oh, I'm the Instagram poster, or at least I was. Um, I would like, I would feature members. I would ask like, like all of that. It, it was like everybody worked together. And so whenever we would feature a member, it was like, um, we put up a vote to see who wanted to feature who. And then we would like essentially vote on who we wanted. So it was interesting and it was fun and I loved it and I still love it. But for now, it's not something that's really on my priority list. So thank you for the insight on that. Um, mm -hmm. How would you describe you as member and versus you as a modman? Oh, man, me as a member is more lean back. <laughs> um, when I was a moderator, I... I felt like I wasn't as involved, which is interesting because I was involved in damn near everything. I think because I've been able to kind of release the reins a bit, I, I've relaxed. I don't feel as obligated to participate in the server as I felt like I was before. Granted, it was never put on me that I had, that I was obligated to participate in the server, but it's very much something that like, I had put on expectations of myself. So now that I don't have the expectations to participate in the server, it feels more like home and that I get to just hang out. 
So, yeah. so. so I I guess being a mod, you have more a sense of uh, duty and responsibility towards maintaining the server. Would you say so? Yes, absolutely. Right. So being a member, you actually get to relax and and be part of the people. I get that. Would that would you say so? Yeah, it's more like you become one of the community versus one of the modmins, you know? Yeah. That's really good insight. Like, thanks for giving us your, your, your thought and your sight, insight about it. Because I don't mm-hmm. think many people understand that being a mod is painful. <laughs> <laughs> like It's not really like it's painful. It's just like you have... It's more... It's another responsibility that you have to put on yourself. Because you do have to keep people in check. Like, it's not just, like, fun and games. Oh, yeah, we get to host the community night. Um, Oh, yeah, we get to hang out with you guys and chat. It's like, if you guys are acting up, then we kind of have to do something about it because we want it to be an inclusive and safe environment for everybody. It's not just us that we want that for. We want that for everybody else, too. Yeah, I, to- I totally understand that. Um, And, again, I'm not a mod. I'm not yeah. a mod. I, I don't want to be just, just because I... <laughs> I don't want to be mod nowhere. Like, <laughs> like even thinking about making my own server, I'm like, God, there was so much responsibility. I, I'm not going to have fun. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, I was just like, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> but, it, yeah, um, being a mod, I would say definitely have some perks and also have some downside to it. Like, some of the things you described that I could get to be a little hectic and give you a headache sometime. Would, would you say oh, so? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's there's like there's been a few instances where like people have just been so hard headed to agree to change, and then they they do end up agreeing to change, but then they go back to their old habits, like when the same ones that they got reprimanded for. So it it can be really frustrating sometimes to deal with people in the server because we're all hard headed. Right, and also we're all all of us come from different background and different places, different mind of thoughts. We we have people everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. <Yeah. laughs> oh, although this is a little bit off topic, but I want to ask, how did you find Geek Retreat? How did I find Geek Retreat? Oh man, so I actually. Uh, I didn't find Geek Retreat. Geek Retreat found me. So when I say that is that Debbie, my fiance, for those of you who don't know, he's he's an admin in the server. He was searching for like a decent Discord to hang out in last year. And because uh, like the thing about the pandemic is that you're right. We all feel really lonely. Um, I had just moved to uh, another city in California um, from living in the Bay where I grew up in, where all of my family is, where essentially my entire life was prior to moving down south. And I didn't really have anybody to talk to. All of my friends were five to six hours away from me because they had to leave campus after uh, the pandemic started, so I couldn't go visit them anymore. Um, one of them ended up in a doctoral program halfway across the country. So everything that I knew essentially disappeared. And so I was, I was really lonely 
and then Debbie didn't really have like people to hang out with around here. He has his family, but um, besides his family, he's just never really had anybody. And so he just wanted people to hang out with. Um, he was on Discord advertising website looking at servers and then he was just popping into them just looking around seeing what was going on and he found this one uh he found this one and it was geek retreat and he just like instantly clicked with the people there and he was like babe you gotta like check the server out so i did and like i've loved it since the beginning it's so welcoming um the people in it like some of y'all are turds <laughs> and some of y'all are super sweethearts it just depends uh, and i feel like she throwing shade at me either <laughs> <laughs> nah you're a little bit of both you have your days just like everybody else in the server but like i just i never left and it was it's always been a fun time yeah i definitely agree that the gate retreat server is definitely fun and and I, I think it has changed my life somehow, like impacted my life a little bit, you know, besides being called a boomer, like most of the time, <laughs> you know, just just because a man wants to sleep early doesn't make him a boomer. OK, people, that could be depression. Hey, hey, it just it just <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying that some good thing happened at midnight and I, I would like to stay oh? up and. And oh. interact. So, you know, as as a quarantine college student, I will take my advantage I will take the advantage of that and mute my schoolwork and go sleep on the chair and turn it off after the Zoom call is over. I'm just saying I gotta wow. utilize my time. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Do you honey boo boo? <laughs> <laughs> this is why I love talking to her. It's funny. <laughs> um, I mean, would you say Geek Retreat have some kind of impact on your life, or would you say it's not, or how how would you word it? Yes, it's more than definitely impacted my life because I have now solidified friends that I intend to invite to my wedding one day. I have like. I found people that I can like actually vibe with and I know that they're not going to be absolute jerks cuz like just to just to give you an insight when I was hanging out with people in Discord before like prior to meeting Debbie actually right after I met Debbie I was still hanging with them they were absolute garbage people they would take advantage of other people they took advantage of me they just they didn't really care and they were super selfish, but I know going into this server that the people there are not out for themselves. They are there because they want to have fun and they care about the people that are that are there. So I wholeheartedly believe that the server has changed my life and I intend to stay in it for as long as it survives. And I am more than likely going to be inviting like half the server to my wedding. So I'm excited. That's going to be a dope experience, at least I hope. Half of the server currently like around two hundred members, so her her goddamn wedding gave me like a hundred people. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Talk about social distancing, six feet away, no more than ten. She's like, you know, what? I'm gonna invite the whole goddamn server out the server. 
She's like, I'm gonna invite the whole goddamn half of the server. That's, <laughs> that's only when the restrictions are lifted, because I am a heavy proponent of social distancing and wearing masks. Thank you. Amen, amen to that. Me. Amen to that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come for me. <laughs> I mean, imagine you just have your wedding. Like, l- let's say, let's say, for example, in like an alternate universe where you have this wedding during a pandemic, you would see like people, like a hundred people between lined up like six feet apart and the wedding will, will look, it, it will look just weird. <laughs> it's like a mil- in like a military farm. <laughs> He's like, you do not move out of this square because it's not six feet apart. <laughs> it's like you have all the tables, like, fixated of where exactly people sit, like, the whole seating arrangement. But you have to make sure that the chairs are exactly six feet apart from each other. So you have these massive long chairs. Or not chairs, sorry. <laughs> tables from, like, medieval times just to be sure that everybody is socially distanced. Oh my gosh, that'd be crazy. Going, going into Ray, Ray Wedding, be like, damn, bro, why you got big ass table around like six chairs? <laughs> Is this the Justin Lick meeting? <laughs> Just having the chairs around there, like everyone like trying to reach with their food in like a big table. It's like, bro, I'm short. Somebody help me. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're shorter than me. That would be a problem for you. I am shorter than you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for reminding people. <laughs> I'm so small. So I did not choose to be short, okay? <laughs> I, I I do not have that ability. If I have the ability to choose my height, I would be average height would be like 5'7". That's all I'm asking for. But I'm pretty <laughs> short right now. A few inches from my actual goal. So excuse me. <laughs> uh, I mean, if I could, I probably would have paid somebody to knock my ankles off just so I could be five, like 5'5". Five, five. That would have been nice. Well, why so? Because I, I think it's like five seven or like five five to five seven is I think it's a good um good height for most of the thing, like mm-hmm. in my opinion. Well, yeah, but I am I'm five eight five nine. I'm I'm very tall, at least for a girl. I feel like the mo- I feel like when that day come where I hang out with you and Debbie, I'm just gonna feel like the, their adopted child, like two white. Two white, two a white couple, and be like, "Is this your child, ma'am?" And man, I'm like, "God damn, y'all!" <laughs> this is gonna be funny. I'm looking forward to that day. <laughs> God damn, be small as fuck. They be like, they, everyone probably walk by, and be like, "Oh, look at look at those people. They are dumb as an Asian kid." <laughs> <laughs> look at him, he's so cute and small. He probably like twelve or something. <laughs> damn. Oh, <wow. laughs> so small it's okay it's a small person yeah. <laughs> i um i i want to go back to a little bit about um the impact of geek retreat like i, I in my perspective i think it did change me a lot mm-hmm. in in terms of like growing as a person that's probably why i, I become a boomer i blame y'all for that still do i stand by it <laughs> yeah like definitely the server has has uh some kind of um, safe safety net for a lot yeah. of people, and I'm, and I really like it. That's that's why I wanted to this about Geek Retreat. It's just really great. It's a great server in my opinion. Yeah, I think that safety net thing is kind of what I mean by like it feels like more like a family than it feels like you're just hanging out with your friends. 
because like of course we have our families like blood related relatives or adopted relatives <laughs> um it doesn't matter like but you get to choose this family and this family is like the people who truly care about you and they want to hang out with you and they care about you to a point where like for instance um i told one of my one of the people in the server like yeah i haven't been able to take my meds and like he's consistently checked up on me and made sure that i've been doing okay since then and like asks me every once in a while are you doing better um how are things and things like that like it doesn't feel like it's just a friend asking me how i'm doing it's like somebody that i would and like essentially call my brother is saying hey like I care about you and I want you to be safe and I want you to be healthy. That's the kind of feeling that I get with the server. And it's it's so nice to be like valued like that and to be so invested in your community as well as invested in your friends to the point where it like they care about you on not just like a a level of like friendship and platonicness, but they care about you almost at a level of like, I want you to be safe and healthy. So it's nice. I would say the same, except like I don't usually text people outside of the server most of the time. If mm -hmm. if anything, like I would try to text them when they really, um, uh, when I feel like they need somebody to be there. Which is why I kind of have like the server always open to look at things, like especially in mental health chat, where I uh, I I really value that channel. Because like I had some hard time, I was able to go in there and talk about it, and a lot of people are supportive. So I just want to give back by and make sure they're doing okay. That's my way of giving back to to the people in there. Yeah, for me, mental health chat. I I the way that I see it is that I try not to reach out unless somebody is specifically asking for it. Just because I'm one of those people that goes into mental health chat essentially screaming into the void because I'm I'm one of those people that really likes to vent and venting is a really nice feeling especially when you have a lot on your mind but if somebody comes at you with your vent saying like hey maybe you should try this and change this sometimes it can feel a little bit invasive so I think for me I try my best to like wait until somebody says like hey can i get some advice on this but i don't really know if like they've implemented a way to do that yet so but that's just kind of my feeling on it because i i fear really deeply of being invasive i don't want to be pushy i don't like being like in people's business if they don't want me to be in their business um it's it's just kind of like it's a path 22. Um, I definitely agree with you on that. I do have the same feelings as you, like towards, like feeling overstepping the boundary, to mm -hmm. certain extent, and and I do understand that some people just need space to vent, or some people just need space, just talk whatever you know. Um, so I I do understand what you're saying, what you mean by that, and yeah, you know, sometimes I I just see something where I'm like, oh, I think I'm gonna touch on it a little bit but not like go in depth about it without their acknowledgement we have a lot of people actually care like <laughs> genuinely people care like like it's just a bunch of strangers somehow become friend really good friend 
and close mm -hmm. more than I would say in real life. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's the that's the, that's the wild part. Like I still not really comprehend mo that part yet. It's like, well, I, I, I make more friend online than in real life. Even though people said you you don't really make friend online, <laughs> online socializing. Yeah. Uh, thank you for the insight. I. I I really like those are very uh my openings <laughs> about what you said. You're... Yeah, no, totally. Before uh we go on to next thing. Why geek retreat if you have to recommend to somebody? Oh man, why geek retreat? Why? Because we're not just a server about gaming. We're a server about community. We're we have a little bit for everybody. Like, it's not just, it's not just you come in and you hang out and that's it. You come in, you can play video games. You come in, you can talk about art. You come in, you can talk about uh, fitness. You can talk about mental health. You can talk about damn near anything you want to. We have something for it and for you. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Ray and there's no better way to put it. I, people on here are spitting some wisdom. <laughs> They're freaking awesome. This is why I love Geek Retreat because people are awesome on here, and they and I really mean it. And you heard about it too, on here on Salt Talk. You know, since I've been asking you a lot of things, you've been talking a lot. How about let's do this reverse? Do you have anything to ask me? Anything? If you could change one thing in the entire world, one thing, um, what would you change, and why? I, I I would say the concept of money. Ooh. I I because I think everything revolves around money. Whether you poor, rich or whatever. Because money I think is the core of human greed and mm -hmm. possibly human survival. Because without money you don't really live. You cannot provide, you cannot buy food, you cannot buy whatever, and you cannot move forward to be your true self without actually having money. And I think that is bogus because money, I, I don't think money necessarily means everything, but the concept of it is, is so much valued by everyone around the world that it's become the core value of every human being. Uh, let's let's say for instance, uh, for an instant. I I'm doing this podcast out of passion, out of love, out of like the thing that I wanted to do. But at some point, I have to face the reality: is how am I gonna keep supporting myself? How am I gonna keep supporting this podcast to stay alive? How am I gonna keep improving this podcast? How am I gonna keep elevate more and more and improve in order to do right. those things i need money and when i think about that i'm like if i had to do if i had to look for the source of money like i need to get that source in order to fund other things then i'm wasting time um not doing a podcast wasting time not thinking of other things to improve the podcast but also need money to fund this so to me, it just money is like it's like a core human value thing at this in this day and age. I think I think ever since like 
human have knowledge, to be honest. <laughs> so, I, if anything, I would change money. Yeah. And, and also, I, I also I want to say this: school shouldn't be charging a fucking kidney to get a, <laughs> to get a degree. Okay, like I I I don't get it. Like, why are you charging me my kidney to get a degree that I most likely won't find a job until I become a until I get a PhD? Like, why? Why are you charging my kidney? Yeah, I felt that. I think this semester, like, you went to a community college, right? Yes, yes. So, something that they don't tell you when you go to a university is that your school fees become exponentially higher. Like, my school fees for this semester were upwards of $600, and that doesn't include books. Like, (laughs) yeah, no, just, and the cool thing is, is that my dad's a veteran. So, because my dad's a veteran, I don't have tuition fees. Oh. Like, I get a waiver because I'm a dependent still. But, oh. like, when when it comes to school fees, I still have to pay those. And they are expensive. Like, the student union fee alone, I think it's $400. It's crazy. And it's And student union fees only really... It's more for, like, the student association president and things like that so that they can make changes to the school. But those people don't get paid. It's like, why Why am I paying people to do things that I can just do by myself? This, this is kind of lame. And it's it doesn't make sense to me why student union fees are so big. Like, there, and then to top it off, like, there's a gym fee. Which, by the way, why am I paying a gym fee when there's a pandemic? That's another thing. And then there's, like, library fees. That makes sense. You can still go to the library and use the library online. That's fine. But, like, this, everything else, it doesn't really make sense. So, no. When you go to a four-year, things get exponentially higher. And if I can make any recommendation to any person going to college right now, please, for the love of God, go start at a community college. You will save yourself so much money because they teach you the same things there for your first two years that, the, that they would at a four-year. Wow, damn. Ladies and gentlemen, wisdom of a suffering <laughs> college student. <laughs> um, I just want to say I did went to community college. I'm still in. I'm still in my last year of community college. Uh, I don't pay anything just because. <laughs> just because I'm poor and in California is like yeah, so we. We we pity you, so here's free tuition to community college. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, <laughs> sure, why not? I don't care. I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, I, as you probably know by now, I got accepted into San Jose State. Hey, yep. you didn't tell me that. Oh, I did. Oh, oh damn. Oh. Well, hey Ray, I got accepted into San Jose State. <laughs> Thank God, dude. That's awesome. So yeah. proud of you. Thank you, thank you. Um, it's really awesome. Is I never thought I would, I never thought any school would accept me, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> but then there's the tuition fee. Then there's yeah. this class, the books, and I'm just, I just realized that if I just realized that I'm glad I went to community college because I because it's it's not only cheaper but is it gives you time to explore yourself. You yeah. not really commit as much as to a four-year school. 
like community college, they don't really have like a time where you should be graduate, where you should be get out. Like it's more like as long as you have money to give them the money, you're fine. <laughs> so you know, I gone through community college, and I realized that now, and I realized this like that college four years is not my thing, and it's way too expensive for my family to to help me through it. So I realized that I need to find something else to do. And I decided to take that first step in doing something, which is starting a podcast because it's entertaining, and I, that's what I want to do: entertain people, having a conversation with people. So yeah, like community college helped me open my mind a lot. I used to be very close-minded of a person until like community college. I go meet other people, go through some. Good stuff, bad stuff, and I kind of realized that there is possibly there's hope outside of school, especially in this day and age. Mm-hmm. I mean, so what do you think? Since you're going to uh, getting a master, <laughs> so it here's something that I've kind of recently found that sucks. Um. I technically have a bachelor's degree. I've already applied to graduate. They said that yes, I can graduate this semester, and all of that. Um, but this is something that really takes a toll on a person: is when you have a bachelor's degree, you know you have qualities, you know you have really good knowledge, you know that you have the the passion and the possibility of being a really good leader. You have all of that, but you go to a minimum wage job, you apply. And they say no. She has too many qualifications. Then you take it to a step up, and then it's like no, you have too little qualifications. So for me, because I don't really have like a lot of employment experience that's recent, I'm finding that getting employment is difficult. And then to top it off, getting minimum wage employment is even more difficult for me for some reason. And then here's my other thing, is that if you're doing minimum wage employment, there's so many, so many holes that you have to jump through. Like most recently, I applied for a job, and when I applied for this job, I got put into an interview. On the first interview, I had to take a quiz and score at minimum 90%. I had to memorize the menu, and then. They put me into another interview, and then they put me into another interview, and it was like, okay, when is this gonna end? Cause like I could be working right now, and it was so tedious and it's annoying. And honestly, that type of interview is what it feels like, what it should feel like in order to become a doctor, not to become a barista. That doesn't make sense to me. So, getting employment with a bachelor's degree is near impossible, which is why I'm having to go for a master's degree. Because my field does better with graduate degrees than it does without them. Like as a bachelor's degree in psychology, essentially I know how to work with people really well. But when it comes to working with people, that means I either go into retail, I go into fast food, I go into management, I go into business, anything like that. But I don't want to do any of that. I want to work with people. When they're at a point in their lives where they feel like they're at their lowest, and then they walk out of my office and they feel like they have a little bit of hope. That's what I want. 
So I, <laughs> I'm having to go for a master's degree, and at the same time, I'm unemployed. So this is going to be interesting. Yeah, I, I, I totally understand you. Um, which is why I'm kind of having like a second thought, making commitment to uh full time at San Jose State, because there's a lot of possibility that I could be doing. <laughs> like I feel like I. I feel like school is not a thing anymore. School is kind of like, like a pain in the butt sometimes. Well, if I can make any recommendation, if you do decide to go to school, mm-hmm. work part time at a job and mm-hmm. go to school full time. Because, mm-hmm. the thing that employers are looking for are not so much educational experience as they are looking for employment experience. And there's a big difference. Like, educational experience. Teaches you how to think critically, question everything, like explore yourself, explore explore your interests and things like that. Whereas employment is, this is going to be really messed up to say, I feel like employers just want somebody who is obedient. So they want somebody who is going to do the job, do it right, and do it to their standards. That that is what employers look for, which is why employment I feel like is so necessary in order. To go through school, like you have to have some form of employment underneath your belt in order to go through school. I feel like, because at least then you have a reference that can say, "Yes, she knew how to do. Yes, he or she knew how to do their job, and they did it well, and they did it to our standards," which is what other employers are looking for. Wow, I, wow, I actually agree. Wisdom again, <laughs> like I said. This... Join Geek Retreat. You gotta become a boomer. Mm. This, this is one I'm reason. I'm not why. a boomer. <laughs> I, I'm not, look, I'm, I'm not accusing anyone of a boomer. I'm just saying if you interact with a lot of people enough, you gotta become a boomer. Like seriously, <laughs> you gotta become a boomer. <laughs> um, I think I just act like a boomer because I like I get along with people who are significantly older than me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, to to all jokes aside, I I. I don't think like any of us are like boomer or whatever. I think it's just like life and shady people, to be honest, that make us go through all these things and we just have to experience them and we just want to tell other people our experience. So if they happen to get into the same case as us or anyone else, they they know how to avoid it or make it better for themselves. That's how I Mm -hmm. really look at it more like a lesson of a thing than like a generational gap whatever <laughs> yeah like I, I i think every generation is different every generation is hard in their own way not gonna be the same yeah so and uh, i just want to go back to say that um you talk about working and schooling um i definitely agree i definitely agree with you on that when i was Doing my second year in community college, I try work part time at McDonald and also going to school. It was painful. It was yeah. mentally drained. It was really mentally drained, but, but because of that, I know what I want and know how to navigate between both worlds. Yeah, for me, I when I was out of high school, I immediately went into working. I worked a year in retail, which I loved. I did like working with people in that instance. Um, There were, of course, like there's bad customers, there's bad days. Um, 
but when I went to work, it was kind of nice because it was a little bit of an escape for me because I got to get out of the house. I got to go hang out with some people that I like to hang out with, um, things like that. It wasn't really so much of work as it was kind of just like, okay, I'm here and I get to hang out and that's it and do work at the same time. Um, it was enjoyable for me, but when school started, I had to check out of work, not only for scheduling purposes, but for the purpose that I would otherwise have to pay for school. So I didn't get that opportunity to work while going to school. And now I'm at a point where like, I want to work and go to school at the same time because it makes it so much easier to live, but I can't. I like, please do it for yourself if you can. Wisdom, baby, wisdom. 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 People are spitting wisdom on this podcast. Why you should listen to Salt Talk? Because people spit wisdom. No, for real. I, I, I really think you're making a lot of sense and you're saying something that I, I agree with. Like, definitely, I think you should do school and work at the same time, but not. But make sure, and also, I I think that's like help you learn how to balance, like, stress, work. So later, uh, maybe down the road where you have like a hectic of a job, you know how to plan a little bit better. That I that's how I would think about it. Teaches you really good time management. Oh, time management, God. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, world. Okay, just just to get the people just to get the listener and uh an insight we're both like on like what eight six hour of sleep <laughs> mm-hmm. we're on like six hours of sleep <laughs> and we started this is the podcast yeah so it's kind of ironic <laughs> the irony of this and time management and here we are <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, but, but hey i finished all my schoolwork before our podcast so i think that's something <laughs> That is that is indeed a good thing. I I was able to collect my th- myself together, have 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 myself a little bit of conversation. So I'm good. I'm here. I'm 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 functionally fine. Function fine. Maybe with one brain cell, but it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. We 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 are getting there. It's fine. It's fine. We're good. Yep. We're good. We're good. Well, let's let's move on something a little bit more more lively <laughs> uh school is never fun to talk about <laughs> to be honest <laughs> i am a nerd so i like talking about school so oh well damn <laughs> okay 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 someone with a ba okay, okay. <laughs> um what's one thing you will do after quarantine one thing I'm going to do after quarantine. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go sit in a Starbucks and read. That's all I want to do. And, like, here's my reasoning for that. When I was living in the Bay, I would go to Starbucks. Of course, the Star- Bay and Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> hey, hey, I hey. Always... It's all right. I, I've been there. I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would go to Starbucks to study. That's where I would go to hang out. That's where I would go to escape, where, besides the beach, but I would do all of that at Starbucks, too. But Starbucks here, because we we live in 
Uh, me and Debbie live in one of the worst counties in California for COVID. Starbucks is closed besides the drive-thru, so I can't do anything right now, and it sucks. But I want to go to a place where I can put my headphones in, I can crawl into a corner or sit in a corner, and just read a freaking book. Because, like, I can't do that at home. At home, it's near impossible to do anything sometimes, because it's just like, there's a kid here, there's my fiancé here, and I just knocked over my soda. Sorry, Moose. Um... <laughs> And then there's my dogs, my cats. It, there's just, there's a lot going on all the time. So I just, I want to like have a nice little place where I can just go and be to myself, you know? Because like something that people don't realize is that when you're locked up in your house and quarantined for so long, you have to be accustomed to the people around you as well. It's not just so much like, yeah. I'm in quarantine and this is it. No, I'm in quarantine with two other people and the rest of my house is their domain as well. So I'm not only managing myself, but I have to manage the people around me all the time too. And like that kind of takes a toll on you when you can't take time for yourself and you can't get to a point where you're comfortable in your own head just every day, it gets really taxing. And I just, I want to be able to feel like me again, at least a little bit. And something that I've been dying to do is just sit down and read my Game of Thrones books. So I want to do that. I want to chill out. I want to read a book and I want to have a little bit of peace and quiet in my head for like an hour. That's all I want. That sounds like a solid plan. Yep. That sounds really what solid. What do you think you're going to do after quarantine? Oh, what am I do? Mm-hmm. First thing first. Yeah, <laughs> I know what you're going to do. First thing first. I know what you're going to do. What, what, what do you think I'm going to do? What do you think I'm going to do? Say it, say it. What do you think? You're going to go see your girly friend. Nah. Mm. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. Just because we need a different time zone. Oh, that's poopy. Yeah, she's a she's a fan. Like I, I really enjoy mm. talking to her. So you you've been asking. I'll, I'll just I'll give you a little brief a, a a little brief summary about it. Um, honestly, she she's a really cool person. Mm-hmm. Um, I for the past three days that um, we just been talking and it, it just really nice. Like it 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 doesn't feel like um like an obligation or anything attached to it so it's just two people having fun talking that's that's it like when i talk to her i just feel like no judgment like my my real life and my real life that's not attached to whatever i'm talking to her so that's that's like the fun thing about it is i get to escape a little bit of that and i and i and i hope she feel about that way too as well because like i i I think we're both really comfortable just talking and having fun like no judgment nothing just playing simple talk like to be ourselves like in that way so as far as i've been sleeping late because i I, because i really enjoyed that particular talks Mm -hmm. so yeah that's really it why 
um, yeah, no, it's just really nice to talk to somebody that's that you get to be yourself, like your 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 good side of thing, not your always cranky, salty side on <laughs> every day. Despite how many people said I I am very very nice, but no, I am a very bad person. Wholeheartedly, yes, and I live in California. It usually melt, but no, my heart is so cold. It's it stay frozen. Nah, you sweetheart. You just don't want to admit it. No, I ain't. No, I ain't. <laughs> and 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 I'm gonna put this. I I will make sure. I wanna edit this part out. I will make sure. I will make a statement. This is my slogan: cold-hearted, salty. There you go. <laughs> That's my slogan right there. Nah. <laughs> well, this has been a very very lovely conversation. We ha we haven't talked. In a hot minute, for sure. Yeah. So yeah. definitely, this podcast thing was a a time to talk. Well, one last thing. Any question for the host? Anything again? Last question. Let's see. Damn, someone someone actually utilizing this this uh this question really well. I got it. <laughs> Let's see. Oh no. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna find a good one in my head. Give me a minute. It takes me a second. Um, let's see. If you could change anything about yourself, what would you change? Oh man. Oh, anything about myself. Um, one thing first, I would say I want to be more considerate because I don't think I'm a very considerate person to a lot of people, especially. Um, Actually, yeah, to anyone, like, I usually, I'm I'm type of person kind of affirmative to things I do. If I'm dead set on one thing, I'm very hard-headed to get out. And to a point where I don't really consider the other person's point of view. But recently, I've been trying, and it's, and it's hard. It's just... It's just but it does help. No, it all it always helps to see from to see other person perspective and consider it of their side as well, depend on the topic. So more or less, you just like to be more open minded. Yeah, that's that's one way to put it. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. one way to put it. And right. I know I said one last thing, but one one last 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 thing. Any advice would you give to anyone? What would it be on anything? Take care of yourself. Like, take care of yourself first. Um, my entire life has been based around the fact that I take care of everybody. Everybody goes before me. And now I'm at a point in my life where that is now affecting my mental health. It's affecting my relationships. It's affecting my surroundings, my environment. That now I need to make time for myself. And if I don't, everybody else kind of suffers along the way with me so do something kind for yourself every day just one thing it doesn't matter what it is you can go for a walk you can write in a journal you can um, play video games you can with moderation with a like in moderation sorry um, garden you can go pet your animals for half an hour just 
do something kind for yourself because like at the end of the day you're you you're the only person who's going to be there for you in the long run at up until your last breath you will be the only person there that knows what is happening exactly how it's going to happen and how to handle it so take care of yourself and love yourself too like be kind that's that's my advice once again ray no wisdom seriously she's been saying a lot of things that are really really awesome and i'm really glad you decide to go on the podcast because it's been truly an experience and it's been nice <laughs> talking to ray and once again Ray, everyone, and thank Woo! you for listening to Salt Talk. And next time is gonna be another interesting episode. I'll see you then. Bye bye. Bye.